turn that on. We got somebody here. Let's go, Daniel Castro. Man, free my brother Daniel Castro, man. The the ex has silenced Daniel Castro. Yeah. Now he, ha he has to come up as, as Solar Bear, dude. Let him <laughs> so, go, dude. We'll talk about that in a moment, man. But my name's Mikey Menez. This is the Alamo City Sportscast coming at you from the Alamo City, San Antonio, Texas, deep in the heart of Texas. We're the home of the Spurs, home of UTSA Roadrunners, home of a lot of Cowboy fans for some reason. And we also are the home of the Spurs Coyote, Joe Garcia, producing today's show. What's going on, my man? Man, we got some breaking news you want to talk about, too, dude. Well, we have a lot to get into, man. Yeah, the lot, NBA, so. NBA trade deadlines today, 2 p.m. The question becomes, are the Spurs going to do anything or sit on their hands and piss off a bunch of Spurs fans? No, they, Spurs are absolutely not going to do a damn thing, bro. They've Nothing. done stuff in the past, but we'll have to revisit that. Super Bowl 58's this weekend. We have the Chiefs and Niners. We're going to give our locked in predictions when it comes to it all uh we're also going to discuss the fact that whataburger surprised everybody in sin city and opened up its first location on the las vegas strip we have video of this it looks amazing but i wonder the quality of the food's going to dip down you know it's been a texas staple then they got sold over there to that chicago conglomerate or whatever yeah. quality went down then they changed the bags from white to brown not a fan of that the quality's been dipping down, dude. Waterburger's taking a nosedive, man. It's gone downward, but I wouldn't say downward. a nosedive. The, man, the nosedive I, is Taco Cabana. Taco oh, Cabana yeah, was legit it's back awful, in the man. day. Used to have that battle back in the day of, of Taco Cabana against uh, Takasita. And, uh, you know, the family split up and they had their both have their pink buildings and all that stuff. It has gone to crap over the oh, years. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, wanna, it, it is wanna, one step above Taco Bell at this point. Yeah, well, Taco Bell's right there, neck and neck, I think, with Taco Cabana. But if you want a better version of Taco Cabana, go around here, around 1604 off of Calebra. Yeah. That Taco Planeque. Oh, oh Taco Planeque? That's pretty good, though, That's man. That's good. It, it's a higher level above Taco Cabana, you know man. It's legit, that place is man. good, dude. Palenque is, is, a, is a very legit place. It is South Texas Mexican food. It's not Tex-Mex. No, it's It's good more stuff, McAllen. Man. Laredo type of Mexican food. It's pretty good. It's better than Taco Cabana. And they have the fancy version, which is Palenque Grill over at La Cantera oh, Mall. Now you're talking my street, you know, but man. that's a sit-down, nice, fancy restaurant for that for the for the days you want to spend 40 bucks on Mexican food. That's the for the jefe, dude. We gotta go there with Jeff. Maybe he'll pick up the bill. Silver platter and everything. Oh, speaking of that, I gotta take Jeff over to the little red barn, dude. It's been a while since I've been there, man. The old ladies are gone. Yeah, they're gone now. The viejitas Do they have the still have the swing. The Viejitas the right? have moved over. They're now uh, waitressing over at Luby's. Dude, uh, I went to Luby's the other day. Oh, the one God, on Bandera no. 604. Dude, no. I, I swear my waitress was 85. Hey, man, they got to earn some money, dude. I, I guess so, but my I felt bad. I was like, no, lady, I'll go get my, my refill. You know who really needs a makeover? Luby's does, dude. Luby's. Is still you go in there and it's like you're going back in the nineties or the late eighties, yeah. you know. Needs an update. I love me some Lubies though. Hey, the Luan Platter's undefeated, dude. You know, it used to be that we would look at Lubies and say that it's too expensive to go because the meals have gone up, but everywhere else has gone up in price too. Now Lubies seems like a deal. Bro, you can't even get you a water burger for less than ten bucks, man. Mm -hmm. I think I it's like 10, almost $11. I wonder how much it is on the strip. It's got to be at least 25 bucks, oh, right? Yeah. Man, I went to Burger Boy the other day, and I got the, the working man. I think that was like 14 bucks. I was like, hot damn, bro. <laughs> Price has gone up. I know, man. We're going to have to eat at home. But that's why you go to the taquerias, because they always 
I mean, two dollars for a taco, we're in and out. You know what's cheaper than that? Eating out every day. Get what's you it? a good Mexican woman that knows how to cook, man. No, that's more expensive, man, because you gotta buy the ring, you gotta buy the house, gotta get her a car, all the auto insurance. Dude, no, man. No, women are expensive. Tell they, me about it. Like the movie Rounder says, they are the rake. You know what in my the, wife in, did? In the, in the poker game of life, women are the rake. You know what my wife did today? She's like, I heard a noise in my car, so I dropped it off. I'm like, okay, why are you calling me? <laughs> Guess who's going to pay the bill? Exactly. Yeah, that's why she's calling me. Exactly. So uh, yesterday, we were talking about the fact that I'm going to the rodeo on Saturday. Oh, man. Got a big group going out there and uh, was asking the question, should I buy cowboy boots talk to hefe jeff garcia from lockdown spurs about this yeah, last don't know no cowboy boots, now bro. now i'm not going to go deep into conversations about what jeff and i talk about in our private lives jeff is a very good friend of mine yeah but i'll, I'll talk a little bit about what we discussed with the rodeo because he gave me so much crap on twitter yesterday when i said i didn't want to look too ethnic when it came to <laughs> being a a cowboy you want to be day. a vaquero cowboy yeah <laughs> and he goes dude how can you say that and i said man there's a difference between how the cowboys the real cowboys and potite and pearsall all dress compared to the cowboys on the south side and the west side of san antonio he got offended by that he goes dude come on i'm from the south side I'm like, there's a difference, man. There's the <laughs> cowboy, and then there's the Mexicano cowboy. There's two oh, different things. Shit, so I was telling him, he was like, so are you going to wear a hat? No, I'm not going to wear a hat. I've never worn a cowboy hat in my entire life. Nothing wrong with it. Some Mike, people look great in it. Come on. But I'm man. not going to wear it because that would be a poser. And he goes, are you going to wear a belt buckle? No. Complete poser if I did. But I did buy a Wrangler shirt. I've got the Wrangler jeans. Okay, man. We're and I show bought this on a pair screen. of books, a boots, rather. This is just a regular vaquero cowboy, bro. Like, you could go. That would be you, casual. He's all in jeans, nah, boots. Dude. Nah. He has a cowboy hat. If I meet somebody who wants to do business with me, I can't be wearing that. What about that? Go vaquero, dude. No, no. You'd no. be like the guys from, was it? A what would make you think that I would wear that? I don't know. You You've wanna, known me for a while. You want to be going back to, like, Three Amigos times. No, you know, I got to be presentable for the public uh, so that what about if that? money comes my way, I get to invest. What's it. wrong with that? That one's not bad. The white shirt with the vest. I can rock that. That there one's go, not bad. That, that's more. That's more country style than South Texas vaquero. What's going that? Bro? Into Look at that, bro. That come on, man. That's, that's no, puro. Dude. No, dude. That's I'm, puro. Bro. I'm not going to be you know, wearing the big old hat or anything like that because that's a poser. I do. I am not a cowboy. Look, man, they're ready to go ahead and start working on the house, bro. Come on. But why would I want to work on a house? Hey, man, that's just casual. No, that's not casual. That's Mexican casual. That's not casual for me. The only thing missing from these brothers is just a can of beer, bro. So oh, well, I'll drink the beer, man. I'll drink the beer. But Jeff was like, I can't believe you said that. And I'm like, dude, you know what I meant. And he just starts laughing. <laughs> this He's is like, I know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go like that either, okay? I'm not going to go like a little Nas <laughs> X. I'm not going like Florida Georgia line. Assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Come on. Oh, look, look. No, no. This is you, Mike, right yeah, here. Look yeah. at that hat, bro. No, dude. It could happen. So I got the Wrangler shirt. I got the Wrangler jeans, the jeans I always wear anyway. I've got the boots, the Ariat boots. Did you get them with the memory foam? Uh, I got the one that they said is really good for those who um, are hard on their feet. Yeah. And uh, apparently, we I went into Cavender Boot City. You walk in there. Obviously, there's boots everywhere. 
and the and the lady goes, "Do you need something that's like softer, like it's it's an easier walk?" And I'm like, "Yes, please." And I spent like three minutes. I was like, "Those boots right there, I'll take those." And she goes, "Great choice." And I walked out. I wasn't gonna go look for designs. I wasn't gonna go. Well, this and the other. These are boots I'll probably wear once a year for the rest of my life. They're saying that your mic is going to dress like the year old boots with shorts. Yes. <laughs> And the first three people who spot me at the rodeo get a beer from me, and that's a big that's a big thing, man. Because the the beer over there at the rodeo is like fifteen bucks a pop. Okay, man, just don't be taking no pictures of you sipping on no beer, bro. You got to warn somebody. Man. <laughs> Come on, we'll, I'll, I'll borrow somebody's cowboy hat for that one. That would Jeez. be meme tastic hey, when it comes to you. Want to go legit cowboy? Just look at episodes of uh, Texas Ranger, Walker Texas Ranger. See, I don't have that mustache, and I also don't have—I also don't have that roundhouse kick either, and the tight ass jeans. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is why, dude, I shave every day. I get my haircut every ten days because I have to be presentable for business. Yeah. So every time I go out, dude, even if I'm going to HEB, I tend to get dressed up a little bit because I get business wherever I go. It just is what it is. So I I I I have a, a, an image that uh, I need to talk about. Now, speaking of put on images, the vest, wear a blue jean shirt, a button up shirt with the vest, bro. The vest is fine. There you go. The vest, the vest, a is, leather vest. The vest is fine. But if we're gonna be talking about uh, images, there was a, a an image of Wemby when he was going out to the game in Miami. Did you see that? No. I got I gotta find that 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 photo. Uh, but he's been uh, pretty interesting the way that he has dressed over the years, uh, over the past several months for the Spurs. We'll get into that later on. Yeah, one of my best friends is over in Miami right now. She's vacationing right now. Shout out to you, Celine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Miami, the most expensive city in all of the United States. Let's get into the, today's topics when it comes to sports because it is NBA trade deadline day, 2 p.m. NBA teams can make trades. The Spurs historically have done some stuff around this time. Okay, I'm not saying that they've done anything exciting. No. But the Spurs, right around this time, typically do something. Greg Popovich was talking about this and kind of just joking about it the other day, saying, uh, you know, basically saying, insinuating that Spurs fans shouldn't wait up and shouldn't be refreshing their feeds, hoping to get something big, because why? They're dicking with us at this point. Yeah. Dude, I swear, dude, the Spurs have the worst record in franchise history and don't do jack shit over the offseason. I am going to lose my shit. Uh, As a Spurs fan, they tank you, bro. Well, no, then fucking get somebody in the offseason, man. I am sick and fucking tired of Greg Popovich and Brian Wright and RC Buford. I am tired of all of those motherfuckers because they're not doing anything. And I had somebody reach out to me earlier today on Twitter, dude. And I it gets me angry because I am a Spurs (laughs) fan. Okay. I am a Spurs fan. I posted this this morning, dude. This is me at 7:02 a.m. In the Brian Wright era, which officially began around 2020, but you can say 2019 because he was involved with other things before then. Yeah. Here's the list of the players the Spurs have traded for. Do you have it on? You put it up right now? I do have it on. All right. Let's share it. They have traded for Cameron Payne, Reggie Bullock, C.D. Osman, Lamar Stevens, Devontae Graham, Kem Birch, Dwayne Dedman, Noah Vonley, Danilo Gallinari, you can never say his name, Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, Goran Dragic, Thomas Saturansky, Juan Hernan Gomez, Thad Young, Alfaruk Aminu, Doug McDermott, Chandler Hutchison, Marquise Chris, 
and Damari Carroll. That right there is the Brian Wright era of trades. Now, of those guys, C.D. Osman has gotten some playing time, right? Some playing time. Josh Richardson for a little bit, but then was sent to the bench. Um, Doug McDermott has gotten some play. Damari Carroll got bought out. So I had someone reach out to me and say, well, go ahead and tell me about those picks that the Spurs got with those guys. Well, the Spurs got, for a lot of these trades, draft capital, second, I'm not even going to count second rounders. Yeah. The, second, the, the 25 second rounders that we have the next five years mean nothing to me. The odds of us getting a Nikola Jokic or a, 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 a Draymond Green in the second round, it's like getting struck by lightning, dude. Ain't going to happen. Those second rounders mean nothing even if you collected them all together all 25 collected together are worth less than a whataburger water meal okay they mean nothing so the spurs and all of this have traded off players like demar Derozan, uh thad young uh dejounte murray Derek white and we got seven additional first rounders in return seven yeah we've burned through two of them <clears throat> One of them is Malachi Branham, and one of them is Blake Wesley. The pick that we got from Charlotte is not going to happen. It's so heavily protected, it's going to manifest itself as second-rounders in a couple of years. So we have Atlanta's 2025 and 2027 unprotected. Okay, okay. We also got a swap with them. We also have a first-rounder from Chicago that is top 10 protected. We have a top six protected pick from, from Toronto. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have something with Boston in like the year 2065 as part of the Derek White trade. Yeah, but the thing is, with all the players that you've named, the Spurs are just were just trading to build up draft capital. That's all it was. You know, and whether those picks will pan out or whether they go ahead and offer up some of that draft capital to make some trades, we'll see. But right now, the Spurs have shown that they are they they have no interest in making any trades None. right now at the trade deadline. None. None. MAG7189 reaches out to us on our YouTube stream. Again, you can be part of the show by uh, commenting. Uh, <laughs> says, fuck all that management down on East Houston. A lot of people saying second rounders are, are worth trash. Chris Gonzalez says they're worth trash. Vane Stain says, didn't we get like five second rounders for Josh Richardson? Might have been, dude. It might have <laughs> been. Uh, but the trade deadline is today, and while right now we have not heard anything from the Spurs, the Spurs have done tra uh, trades in the past around this time, uh, but usually it's to develop draft capital. But I think Spurs fans right now are saying, get us some players, get us somebody that we yeah. can play. Van Steen saying, I think we'll get veterans from our draft capital this offseason. Well, we'll see. I mean, the Spurs only have so much cap space to to play with, you know, so... They went ahead and signed some players, and I know Spurs fans are like, well, they overpaid for Devin Vassell. They overpaid for, for Zach Collins. I mean, I don't think they should have extended Collins. I think they should have just let him walk. He doesn't yeah. really do anything but pull up and, what, shoot some threes that never go in, and he's booty crumbs on defense, puts up, what, 10 points? Yeah. But the plus-minus stats every night, they tell you all you need to know. Exactly. By the way, yesterday, Zach Collins uh, had a turnover that, Jeff Garcia and I were laughing about. Oh, God. Uh, he threw it to nobody. He threw it to the it. he threw it to the referee. He thought the referee was his teammate. He threw it to the ref. Uh, there have been eight trades today in the NBA. Again, the trade deadline is at 2 p.m. 
Um, Mavericks, Wizards doing a, a deal for Rashawn Holmes, uh, for Daniel Gafford. Really not that big of a deal. Uh, the Knicks are getting Alex Burks from the Pistons uh, in exchange for Quentin Grimes, who really cares. Uh, there's a deal going on between the Knicks and the Sixers. Um, that's the, the big deal so far today has been Oklahoma City Thunder. Look at them. Look at them make me moves, right? Yeah, Oklahoma. They, OKC they got Gordon Hayward from Charlotte for Trey Mann and Davis Bertans. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, nothing, dude. Dude, you add Gordon Hayward to that team, even if he's playing 15 to 18 minutes, you have him on the three-point line with Chet Holmgren. SGA is going to go wild, absolutely wild, because spreads the floor, spreads the floor, and then you add J Dub to the mix, dude. Oklahoma City. They got stronger today, and they're yeah. already one of the top two teams in the West. Well, they said they want to win now, unlike the Spurs, who said. Let's see what happened. And Coach Pop and his comments that have made the, you know, rounds on social media. He's just freaking gaslighting yeah. people, man. He is, and 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 I'm done with him. I'm done with him. Uh, Charlotte Hornets forward uh, um, uh, Miles Bridges says that he will not accept any trade uh, offers today, so he's going to stay with Charlotte. Uh, Philadelphia is getting Buddy Heald from the Pacers in exchange for Marcus Morris and a couple and three second round picks because those are useless. Uh, the Raptors got Kelly Olynyk. I saw that. In exchange for Otto Porter Jr., Kira West, and a 2024 first-round pick. Uh, Toronto also got uh, Ochai, uh, I always say his name wrong, uh, Agbaji, who was a star with Kansas back in the day no. in college, but hasn't done much in the pros. Again, NBA trade deadline is today, wraps up at 2 o'clock. By the way, there was a, a an interesting... Uh, podcast done yesterday mario cavazos one of our listeners yeah. reached out to me yesterday about it was talking about the fact that the ringer bill simmons and all those guys were talking about who should go after certain players and they got up on on the conversation about trey young and the belief that they have is that the spurs need to overpay for him <laughs> and they gave out a trade proposal for trey young that i would do in a heartbeat I would do in a heartbeat, which basically means I don't think Atlanta would do it. Yeah. It was Devin Vassell, the expiring contract of Doug McDermott, this year's first round draft pick for the Spurs, top one protected, and giving back Atlanta their 2025 pick back. In exchange for who? Trey Young. That's not a bad trade. Trey Young alongside Wemby, that's a good one to punch because you got somebody. Who can actually shoot the ball and yeah. make it? You know, who could make threes? Uh, I mean, again, we need to light it up. We need a fun, good point guard, fun, good guard to play with. Uh, uh, Victor Wembanyama, no doubt, it makes the team better, dude. I mean, let's say you have Trey Young with with Sohan and Wemby. That's three of the five pieces of the puzzle for the starting lineup put in place. Because we don't know if Devin Vassell, although I like him as a player, I like him as a person, don't know if he's the right fit for. Victor Wembanyama, Jason Gonzalez, which is out to us on our YouTube stream, asking the question, when will the media put the inferno under pop and right to do something? It's our good friend, Jason Garcia. Jason Garcia. So, it'll, it'll never happen because local media is afraid <clears throat> of pop. And they're afraid of being blackballed yeah. when it comes to it. Uh, I'm, I'm beginning to call them the, the, the People's Republic of Spurs. You know what I was going to show? That's what it is. This is what's going to happen to Spurs fans today, man. Spurs fans think that there's going to be a trade made. 
And oh, this, I saw this. happen to him? Boom. Yeah, this is nothing. This is training for uh, being a stunt, uh, <laughs> a stunt artist in Hollywood, <laughs> stunt actor. Spurs fans trade deadline. That's what that is right there. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. So again, the deadline is today. Will the Spurs do something? Well, we'll find out in the next three and a half hours. But uh, I'm not optimistic of it, and I, I think that. I think that there's going to be a turning point when it comes to being a Spurs fan as to what's going to be acceptable for it. The Spurs fans did not go to the games a year ago. It was pretty empty at the AT&T Center, now really empty. Center. Tickets could be had for like maybe 10, 12 bucks. They drafted Wemby, win the lottery, draft Wemby, ticket prices skyrocket. Season tickets skyrocket. And what did the Spurs do? They took a shit on the fans by not doing anything, not bringing any veterans, not uh, uh, pulling off any trades, doing nothing. We're just going to see what we got. But then people are trolling pop right now by saying, hey, didn't you say that wins were important this year? Didn't you say that earlier this year? Jeff Garcia from Locked on Spurs. Follow him at Jeff G Spurs Zone for your daily Spurs coverage. He and I were talking about this, and he was like, yeah. He was like, I was at that that interview. Uh, I, we, we see the quotes coming up. People say that this was what Pop was saying, that he was saying. Because remember, two years ago, Pop was out there talking about the fact that, you know, we're not going to be winning any championships this year. <laughs> and then this year was like, you know, wins are important. We do have Wemby. And what did they do? And I think people are coming to the realization that Pop has never done a rebuild. That Pop probably doesn't know what he's doing right now. Yeah. I don't know he's if he washed. doesn't know that he's... He's washed. He, it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, and that's tanking. He's not tanking. They're tanking. They suck. No, they're tanking. They suck. Man, they're tanking, they, they're not tanking, dude. Tanking is the belief that these guys are better than what they are. They don't. They're they bad. suck. They're bad. They but, suck. But they've been bad for the last couple of seasons, and Pop's known this. They don't do anything to go ahead and help solidify their defense. Their defense is the problem. You can score points. Great. But you can't stop nobody. Last night, Spurs lost on the road to the Miami Heat. It was game one of the rodeo road trip. Nine games between now and the end of February. Spurs don't come back until they play OKC Thunder on February 29th here at the Frost Bank Center. Spurs were in it for most of the game yesterday, but then uh, Jimmy Butler turned into Jimmy Butler in the fourth quarter, and the game was over. Zach Collins started throwing it to Ghost. Uh, the one fun part of the game yesterday was seeing Jeremy Sohan uh, fly into the stands. I don't know if you saw that, Joe. Yeah, I saw that. He went into the stands, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He got up and he kissed that old man on the floor, on the top of his head. Yeah, what was that all about? I, I, oh, I, see, he was. I think he might have hit the old man yeah. with his leg or his foot or something. He got up and immediately asked him, "Are you okay?" And I think he said he was okay. And Jeremy Sohan just kind of rubbed him on his on his top of his head. He kissed him. We have the video up here right yeah, now, courtesy of Valley Sports. Uh, Jeremy Sohan, third row back there, grabbing some popcorn. Yeah, I think I put the audio through the over here instead of over here. Okay. Uh, he was smiling the entire time. Went out there making some friends, kissing a guy on the floor. Actually went back to the guy uh, later on to kind of uh, see if he was okay. Yeah. Gave him a uh, gave him a, a, hug, a hug, and and the uh, woman that he was with kind of shook her hand. Uh, but the, the little kid in the front right there, just smiling. He's excited. NBA yeah. player. He had six foot eight. Jeremy Sohan just fly across. You know what? I hate to say this. That motherfucker's growing on me. 
He's growing on me. He oh, ain't my son yet. Come on. He ain't my son yet. But he's growing on me. Jeremy, Jeremy's still he's playing. Die. He's playing the four, baby. He doesn't grow on me as a one, man. You play down low as a four, you're rolling towards the basket. You're growing on me a little bit, baby. A little bit. Again, courtesy of Bally Sports. Drew Show says the most ignorant statement I see floating around. The Spurs now is that the current is that the current Spurs, the current pop in the front office, know how to rebuild because they've done it before. Yeah, that's the revisionist history that's bullshit because the Spurs have never done a rebuild under Coach Popovich. No. It's never happened. Now, look at no NBA team plays defense. Well, you know what? The Spurs can't play defense, and they're so bad. They are one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. And I'm not saying that a team needs to be locked down, you know, lock another opposing team down on defense, but you got to play defense when it matters. Right. And the thing is that the Spurs just are, are incapable of stopping another team, especially in crunch time. If it's two minutes. Yeah. Tight game. More than likely, the other team's going to win because the Spurs just can't get can't pivotal get stop. stops. They can't, can't get, get stop. little stops, man. And people are reaching out. I don't know if they're saying this in a uh, uh, in jest or they're, if they're tongue-in-cheek or whatever the case may be. Uh, but the belief is that there's no point guards in the NBA, you know, that we could play positionless basketball. Uh, Greg Popovich alluded to that, having a conversation, an interview with a French media outlet over there saying that, you know, there's, the point guard position is kind of passe. It's not a thing anymore. Well, let's see. Who leads the NBA in uh, assists? Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Hey, what position does he play? Ooh, he's, Tyrese he's Halliburton. A point guard, right? Yeah. Trey Young, point guard. Luka Doncic, point guard. Okay, well, we have Jokic. He's a center. Harden, point guard. Van Vliet, point guard. Sabonis, center. LeBron, he plays all positions. LeBron is LeBron. Cade Cunningham, point guard. Booker, point guard, Jamal Murray, Dame Lillard, SGA, Brunson, Mike Conley, Tyus Jones, Tyrese Maxey, all point guards. So you're telling me that 15 of the 18 assist leaders in the NBA right now are true point guards, and we're hearing this conversation piece about how it's positionless basketball. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Unless you're LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, or DeMontis Sabonis, all three all-stars, Sabonis should have been, I don't think he is yet, should have been, then you have to be a point guard to run a fucking offense in the NBA. This is absurd. I don't want to sound like Will Ferrell and Zoolander, but it feels like I'm taking crazy pills <laughs> talking to people about how positionless basketball is a thing. <clears throat> positionless basketball means, oh, well, you can play multiple positions. Yeah, you can play one or two different positions. You can be a combo guard. You can be a two slash three. You can be a three slash four. You can be a four slash five. But very rarely can you be a five slash one unless you're Nikola Jokic. No. So the thing about it is this. Point guard lives matter. I want a point guard on this team. You know what I'm looking forward to? Deadlines. Trade deadline is going to come and go. Spurs are not going to do nothing. And Spurs Twitter is going to be in shambles, dude. The inner bickering and the infighting that they have going on. It's entertainment, bro. Dude, I, I, it's one thing to tank, which is what they did last year. Yeah. It's another thing to suck as they do this year. But it's another thing when you see Pop just laughing about it. Laughing about it. Laughing at us as fans or us as super fans. Because if you're hanging out with us on Spurs Twitter and he's laughing at us, 
We're the ones who go to the most games. We're the ones who buy the most merch. We're the ones who, you know, watch Locked On Spurs. We're the ones that listen to sports talk radio. We're the ones who listen to podcasts. You and know he's laughing at us. No, it's not just him. It's popping the front office. They're throwing the middle finger to the fan yes. base, basically. That's what they're doing. Another trade coming in. This came down a few minutes ago. The New York Knicks have completed a larger deal with the Detroit Pistons, landing Bojan Bogdanovic and Alex Burks for Quentin Grimes, Malachi Flynn, Evan Fournier, and Ryan Arsen Diancono, and two second-round picks. Well, somebody's getting let go in that trade, for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see if they buy out Fournier, man, because Fournier, yeah. the Spurs have had a hard on for him for about ten years. Yeah, they ain't gonna go get him. That, that would that would well go for, ahead for for Wemby maybe. That it's, it's a French star a, that would throw a chink in the sh in the tank that they're doing this season. That doesn't mean they'll play him. Nah, they'll sit him on the bench. Hey, man, Devante, you make some some room there, brother. <laughs> Scoot on over, dude. The, the Spurs <laughs> are 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 the place where older vets go to die. Yeah, man. Josh Richardson, you know they're it, capable it, of playing, but Coach Pop's like, we ain't bad, trying to win. We don't want to win. He played like nothing, dude. I mean, they they let people just sit there and bake. Darth reaches out to us and says the Spurs will trade four second round picks for Killian Hayes. Not a good player, but we but he can handle the ball. He has pretty good handles. You're right, uh, uh, Killian Hayes uh, is somebody back in the draft a few years ago was somebody that I kind of liked a little bit but the fact of the matter is he can't shoot a three to save his life Killian Hayes um this year averaging seven points five assists and three rebounds he is basically the third point guard on that team because if you have Cade Cunningham you ain't gonna see the court dude <laughs> you're, you're you're not gonna see the court uh but yeah. I, I like Killian Hayes I mean he's not bad I mean the number seven overall pick back in 2020 Young guy, he fits the mold. He's six five. You kind of like the size. Weighs almost two hundred pounds. Not bad. Can't shoot a three. His effective shooting percentage is garbage. But if you were to say Killian Hayes was on this team, uh, sure, I would take it, especially if it's for a bunch of second rounders. Locked on Spurs, Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five. Don't forget to follow him at Jeff G Spurs Zone. I follow him on Spotify as well. I uh, was talking about the fact that the photo of Victor Wembanyama is on his feed. Let's take a look at it real fast. It was, no, he's saying the photo of Wemby pregame fit was for me, Jimenez. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, okay. Jeff, you know what? If you want to go ahead and have these photos to be linked back to him, he needs to watermark them, man, especially if you're going to be putting them up on oh, here's social the photo. media, man. Yeah, Jeff uh, posted this. Here's the photo that we're talking about here. Now, my sister texted me about this because she was kind of making fun of it a little bit. But the more I look at it, let's go ahead and show it. The more I look at it, it's just shorts, man. And he's wearing a, a I don't mind shirt. it. And and uh the, the caption here of, of Jeff Garcia is asking the question: What do we think of Wembenyama's pregame fit tonight, poor Vita fans? And this was from from last night. Uh, basically, he's got the blazer going, got the black shirt, but the blazer has matching, not pants. Now, they'd be pants on me, but it has matching capris. Is that what that is? Shorts? The shorts, the dress shorts. Very European. You got to keep in mind, this guy, this guy ain't from New York. 
He ain't from L.A. And he's got he's his not man from purse. Atlanta. He's got his man purse. Dude, I like it. I mean. You'd be rocking the man purse, man? Yeah. No, come oh, on. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a him rocking the man purse. No, but yeah. you you would rock a man purse? No, I carry a backpack wherever I go. Yeah. I would have a messenger bag, but I know you're not, you're not rocking no man purse. Yeah, I'd be like that guy from uh, The Hangover, you know. The, the, the satchel bag. The, the satchel. satchel. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the outfit, man. We need to get you one of those, dude. Tailor made. Chris Gonzalez is out and says, Wemby stole that look from the Jimenez closet. <laughs> I wish I had enough money to afford that. I bet you that that outfit right there is more than my car, worth more than my car. Probably is, dude. That He had the handbag to that? You know what? He what probably... do you think is in that bag? Do you think he has like lunch in there? Probably clothes. More clothes? More clothes. But all this, you know, this outfit here, he didn't pay for it. It's probably donated to him by a designer. Could be, you know, could be. Do you think he wears cologne? Of course, bro. Who could smell it? He's like eight feet up in the air. Who can smell it? He probably uses like half the bottle. He's so tall, bro. <laughs> like with us, it's just one little spray. It just drips down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just take the cap off, man. <laughs> David reaches out and says, Wemby's from Paris, which is the New York of Europe. You're right. But it's also the, it's also the Paris of Europe. It's the Paris of Paris. Well, it you... is all about fashion over there. And I know New York's about fashion. But Paris is about fashion to a different degree as New York is. They got that European styling, dude. Yeah. Goodness. Goodness. Trade deadline, 2 o'clock. We'll update you along the way. Chris Gonzalez, you can get that outfit at, at La Rose. La Rose. <laughs> yes. Uh, one, uh, one sleeve longer than the other. You told me the other day that you That's got solo serve, You got bro. solo serve gerbos. Yeah, those, those were the ones that had longer legs. They, they the did, bro. They would always, you would walk and they would turn to the left or the right. You're always trying to adjust your pants, you know? Yeah. There's something wrong with every bit of clothing that you brought from that freaking place, man. You know? I, it's funny. It's funny. I was more of a. I didn't go to solo serve so much growing up, but we went to like Ross and Marshalls. That was kind of the thing. But let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty Eight's coming up. The prop bets are out. Well, first and foremost, this is a game right now that is a one point spread. So Vegas is basically saying, "Hey, you pick them. Who you want? Who you got? It's a toss up. It's a toss up." Right now, if I had to choose a team to go for that I think is going to win, at the end of the day, I pick the better quarterback. Now, who's better for you? Ah, I like. I already know what you're going to say. I know where you're going. You, with you thought this. I was going to, I was going, I was going to twist it a little bit. No, in your in your eyes, which is the better quarterback? The better quarterback, most definitely, is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. But in the game, and that's where you're getting at. But in the game, oh my god, I go back and forth. <laughs> oh Lord, a throwback. You know, my mind is telling me no, but but my body, Montgomery, my body, Ward, Montgomery Ward, dude, that's classic. <laughs> I remember that. Sean Quintero reached out with a Montgomery Ward reference, dude. That place Jeez. was all right. That was that was like a higher class Sears throwback, bro. Throwback. Okay, so here's the thing about it, about the Super Bowl. Mahomes, better quarterback. Chiefs have a very good defense. So let's go position by position. Quarterback, Mahomes or Purdy? I got to go with Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes, man. But Purdy doesn't mess up. Hey, man. But Mahomes, like I told you, that's just his style. But the brother takes risk and they pay off, right? Man. Okay. Okay. 
running backs. You have Christian McCaffrey against Isaiah Pacheco. Oh man, that's and tough. and Edwards Alaire. Now, I mean McCaffrey, obviously. Yeah. But Pacheco, man, dude, the guy is a just a, a razor blade. I mean, the guy, uh, Travis Kelsey on his podcast the other day was talking about Pacheco, and even his brother Jason Kelsey was saying Pacheco runs violently. He wants to kill you, man. Like <laughs> he wants to lay the 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 smack down when it comes to it all. So that's going to be McCaffrey. Now, wide receivers, I mean, dude, Purdy has more weapons. I think what's going to determine this game is not going to be whether or not Mahomes can win this game. It's whether or not the Chiefs' defense can keep Kansas City close enough so that Mahomes can have heroics down the stretch. Because offense, defense, special teams – Top to bottom, the better team is San Francisco. They're the better team. Yeah. But they don't have Mahomes. He's the ex. And you know what? Keep it close. Keep it within four points. Keep it within three points. Give Mahomes the ball the last minute and a half, two minutes, and have him just make magic and have Travis Kelsey go out and do his thing. That's what I'm saying. and, And if they can kind of figure that out, because that Chiefs defense is no joke. Hey man, Kelsey, he he man, that brother can freestyle like nobody's business, dude. He'll just go out. Hey, I'm just gonna throw you the ball. Go do your thing. Yeah. What <laughs> what is his route? Sometimes his route is whatever he feels whatever like fuck doing. He wants. I mean, the brother when you can catch the ball as you're falling back with one hand. I mean, not 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 back shoulder, back hip, back. back hip, and just scoop it up with one hand. Like, I got this. He's throwing that. He he's throwing it back. He. he did not have the best regular season, but in the playoffs, Travis Kelsey has been money. Him and Mahomes have that clutch gene, dude. They do. Chris Gonzalez is reaching out saying that he believes that the that the Niners will win thirty to thirty one, and Christian McCaffrey winning uh, winning the uh, with the winning touchdown, winning touchdown and winning MVP. Um, I would not be opposed to saying that the Niners would win by seven, but I'm going to tell you this much. Here's my prediction. Neither team will score more than 24 points. It is going to be a low-scoring affair. I'm going to take in this game, as my prediction, my receipts, if you will, that the winning team is going to win 23-17 to or 23-20, to one of those two scores. That's in my head right now. And I think Kansas City is going to be the one that comes out victorious. Joe, who you got? I still got the Chiefs, man. Because you know what? The end of the day, the NFL, they want to see Taylor on the, on the field, giving Travis Kelsey a hug, even though it might be three, four seconds. <laughs> it's good for ratings, brother. That's what the people want. You know what? I just saw this right now. Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany Mahomes. Yeah. She will be featured in the 2024 Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I didn't even realize Sports Illustrated existed. I thought they they folded a couple of weeks ago. Well, I'm just saying this is what Barstool Sports is reporting. <laughs> so here's some uh, prop bets that are coming up according to covers.com. Uh, lots going on. Uh, 
you can bet on anything, like the opening kickoff. You can bet on the national anthem. What is the over-under with the national anthem? I remember everyone was celebrating in Vegas one time when it went over two minutes and six seconds because it was like, and the home of the brave. Hold the note. Hold the note. <laughs> All the way through. Uh, some of the bets on here uh, are like how many penalties will be accepted. The over-under is 10 and a half. If the Cowboys were playing, it'd be 17, right? That's crazy how you can bet on just about any facet of the game in Vegas, dude. Look at the over-under on points. It's 23 and a half. Dude, when I said 23, I wasn't saying that because I saw this. That's just what came to my head. I'm thinking along the lines of what Vegas is thinking. And Vegas believes that the winning team is going to score 23 points. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what uh, Tim Gonzalez was asking as he goes, he was asking me and you, he says, what song will Usher sing first? You know, that's a great question, man. Um, I Okay, so is it the first song that he's going to sing? First or is song. it going to be the song that starts the whole thing? Because, they, you know, it goes boom, boom, boom. You know, this is the Pepsi 2024 NFL halftime show at the Super Bowl 58. And our performer is Usher, right? Usher. And then I remember when, um, when uh, Bruno Mars came out there, the kids were singing, Every time I close my eyes, I see my name in shining lights from Billionaire, right? Yeah. Doesn't it have to be, Oh my God. I was so saying, Baby, let me love you down. <laughs> I'm going to let the beat drop. OMG yeah. has got to be it for me. Yeah. You know, I said that's they're going to open the the Super Bowl. With. It's not going to be it's not going to be it's not going to be Love in this Club. It's not going to be DJ <laughs> Got Us Fallen in Love. You know he's going to sing that song though. Oh, what about yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, I mean, yeah might be it. Uh you got it bad. Um Confessions. Uh Burn. Might be a good one. Burn. Me quema. <laughs> no quemas cuz. How about you make me wanna? <laughs> oh, Jesus Rivera. He says, has to be, yeah. You're, you and your son think alike, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, it's a great one to start off with. But I think OMG or Oh My God. Yeah. I think that's the one because I'm just envisioning the lights are off in the stadium. He's coming up from the, the stage. Smoke. And then you hear, oh, my <laughs> God. You know, he's going to have probably have so a cameo from somebody. Somebody's going to come up on stage with him, man. Well, I mean, he didn't. Did he do my boo with uh, Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child? Somebody will probably come up on stage with him, I think, at some point. Dude, what if it's Swift? Hey, she's she's there already. What if she comes out singing Bad Blood? Hey, she's because there Travis already. Because Travis Kelsey was talking about the fact that he says that he couldn't confirm whether she was going to be there or not. She's going to be there, bro. She's going to be there. Interesting. Biggest stage. You know, how many millions and millions of people worldwide are going to be watching this? Yeah, she'll be Chris there. Chris Gonzalez should not say nice and slow. Just so you hear it's 7 o'clock. On the <laughs> <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. You know everybody's going to. They're, they're going to be lip syncing. They don't even know what the worst of yeah, the song with, are. They're with, drunk. With the drop top. Very nice. That's funny. That's how good. drunk will everybody be by halftime at the Super Bowl? That's the question. Dude, you can't be drunk after the Super Bowl. If you're spending ten thousand dollars for a cheap seat, I ain't gonna get drunk. I'm getting plastered. By though. the way, I don't give a damn. By the way, in Vegas right now, you know, I felt bad yesterday because I saw a photo of Andy Agar, 
And, you know, Annie Agar is somebody that uh, was on my old show at San Antonio Sports Star. Yeah. Uh, she is somebody that has talked to my daughter. So uh, I kind of, I don't want to say that she's a friend of mine, but she's somebody who's been very friendly over the years. I saw a photo of her over there. The last time I saw her, I told her, I said, every time we go to the Super Bowl, I want us to be like a tradition that we do a selfie together. And I saw her photos out there from the Super Bowl and I felt like ugly. I was like, oh my God, I, I missed Annie. I miss <laughs> Annie. And you sent, uh, did you share the picture yesterday with Paige, Paige Peronic? Yes. And you were like, a year ago today. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was the one year anniversary of me meeting Paige Peronic for the first time. And you're like, tall tail with a photo. <laughs> That's what you put. It's true. It's true. Are you sharing? Are, are, are we going to relive uh, history here? Because uh, are you showing that? That, that is Paige Sporonic right there. There you go. Paige Sporonic. I met her at the Super Bowl media event over there. Uh, it, the story goes: we had a twenty dollars bet between everybody at San Antonio Sports Star, Rudy J, Jason Joe, Rob, and the question was: who was going to have a selfie with the most famous person there, or a photo with the most famous person there? And Rudy J was off and running, dude. He was out getting Justina Anderson, um, you know, Adam Schefter, all of these guys from ESPN. And when Rob Thompson saw me walking with Paige Speronic, and I introduced myself, I said, are you Paige? I said, I'm a fan, blah, blah, blah. With San Antonio Sports Star, uh, would you mind if I get a, a photo with you? She said, only if it's over here. Yeah. And I want my people to take the photo, and I get to choose which ones you keep. Okay. You're the, you're a goddess, of course. So that's fine. Yeah. They grab my phone. Her assistant grabs my phone, starts snapping photos, and um, she looks at them and goes, "They look great." Well, Rob Thompson's looking at me as I'm walking with Paige Bronick and it, it, bug-eyed. His mouth was wide open, like <laughs> you are talking to Paige Bronick. Yeah. And I just I smiled. And you know what the funny thing is? No one was asking her for photos. Really, dude. And the agar was posing with people. It's like no one either a recognized her because she wasn't uh, boobs popping out, or she wasn't dressed in golf attire. But I recognized her. Yeah, and she was a sweetheart. She was nice, not Annie Agar's sweetheart, but she was nice. But speaking of the Super Bowl, and and I need to focus on something here. Uh, on my, I, I gotta find, I gotta find this for you. Uh, normally, whenever I go on to, um, normally when I go on to face uh, on a Twitter. Uh, I do it on my phone, so doing it on a desktop is different. We got to show this real fast. We got to fix that audio, man. You want me to fix the audio? And you know, there's like a little microphone icon in the corner, the right-hand corner. And if you click on it, it's going to be able to, or you right-click on it, it'll pull up like the audio. It'll say open mixer. And then if you look at the top where it says output device and you click on that little button there, it'll say like NVIDIA. Okay, I think I, sh I think I shut it down. Okay, so this this right here is a is a big deal right here, man. Yeah, a surprise yesterday in Las Vegas, wow. Nevada. Whataburger. No one knew apparently that this was going to happen yesterday, but just in time for the Super Bowl, they opened up a Whataburger on the Las Vegas Strip. This is uh, along Waldorf. It's in the Waldorf Building, which is basically. Just outside of New York, New York, as you're going towards like the Aria. Yeah. Take a look at the orange decor. It is a Whataburger on the strip, the first one ever. Look at all the big screens that they have over there. 
Uh, the prices are higher than what they are in San Antonio, but not too outrageous. But it is a two-story whataburger. Wow. Just like in Corpus. Just like the one in Corpus. Yeah. So the way that they've designed it is downstairs. It's casual. You can go out there, you know, get your number one, get your chicken strips, all that stuff. Even get breakfast over there. But they have a full bar at that Whataburger. Oh, nice. So you can nice. get your alcohol with your Whataburger. This video is a, is part of uh, – it's courtesy of Vegas Poly C. I follow him on Twitter. I follow him on Instagram and on TikTok as well. Upstairs is if you're dressed a little bit nicer, you want to have a, have a nice little view, make it a date night at Whataburger. You can make your way up the stairs, and there is a seating area with couches and whatnot right there at the Whataburger. You know, the what? nicer seating, and then you wow. can you can sit along the Vegas Strip. See the palm trees? It's a nice view, yeah. And this right here is on the strip. It's across from MGM Grand on the same side as uh, New York, New York. And then you, you see the, the Cosmo and, and the Waldorf and all that stuff. Dude, this is a prime location. It is a very, very good spot. And it looks beautiful. It looks great. You know, in this one, you can actually enjoy the second level. Unlike the one in Corpus Christi. Because as soon as you go outside and you try to sit on a table out there, yeah, you're getting attacked by seagulls and they're yeah. gonna shit all over the place. You go upstairs if you don't want to get shot downstairs at the one in Corpus. That yeah. one's kind of nasty, but I'm I'm super excited to go to this one. I cannot wait to go to the to that. I, I'm actually going to Vegas in March for March Madness, so I'm about six weeks away from that. So I cannot wait. But man, what a burger! Okay, what does Mike say? Chris Gonzalez reaches out to us in our stream says, what does Mike say? Whataburger? It's Whataburger. Well, I mean, it depends on what side of town, right? Whataburger. Have you ever noticed that about people? Depends on what side of town you are. Their, their accents come out a little bit more. You become more puro on certain parts of town. Yeah, my grandma way back in the day, she would tell us, ay, mijo, uh, comprame una Whataburger. Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, fine. I'll call what did I call it? Whataburger? Whataburger? No. Yeah. It was Whataburger when I was little. You know, 46-year-old Michael yeah. says Whataburger. Whataburger. It was Whataburger before it got bought out by a company in Chicago. Yeah. And then it became Whataburger. It just it went downhill after that, man. No good no more. What plans do you have for Super Bowl 58? I'm actually gonna be off that day, so I'm not gonna be working. I'm just gonna kick back here. And, and enjoy some snacks. Got to have the dip. I was already showing yeah. the wife some videos last night. I was looking at them on Instagram, and I was looking at some recipes that they had for some really nice dip. So I'm going to go ahead and make some of the dip out on the grill, make some appetizers and whatnot, and come inside and be able to watch the game. Just chill. I am going to go be, go to my friend Mike's house. I have a lot of friends that are going to be out there. Uh, I am doing my squares. So I've sold a uh, $10 squares for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I kind of manage that. Uh, I also tonight will be working on what I call the scenario squares. It's my own personal way of doing the um, Super Bowl. Yeah. So a lot of times people will say uh, squares, right? So squares, like three, seven lines up or whatever the case may be. But what I do with scenarios is I come up with certain scenarios such as uh, Chiefs win by – one to seven points. They win by eight to fourteen points, or they win by fifteen or more. What's the half? What's the, the and, first quarter and, uh, and, score? And and 
people buy uh, boxes and these these scenarios are randomly generated to fill those out. And some of those could be what's going to be Usher's first song? Uh, is the coin flip going to be plus or uh, heads or tails? All these different things. So there's certain scenarios where you double your money, certain scenarios where you triple your money, certain scenarios where you get five times your money, and then there's the jackpot scenarios, which is randomness. Yeah. Uh, certain things like, and I created this by the way, and I I even had a website for this back in the day. Uh, this is my own personal game. Uh, certain scenarios like, will a kick hit the upright or the crossbar? Yeah. Will a will <laughs> a fan run onto the field and cause a ruckus? Uh, will uh, Will Taylor Swift be proposed to at the end of the game? Uh, what is you know this that and the other? All these different scenarios go on. Will Usher fall? You know, will he forget the words to his song? You know, there's certain things like that. And the winners of the scenarios split the pot. There have been some years where, you know, there's $500 in that pot. Ten scenarios happen and you get 50 bucks for each one. But there have been some years where only three scenarios have popped up. And they get 167 bucks each. Wow. So it all depends. And my friends have told me that they like this more than the squares because it's just it's randomness. A, a, a scenario could be: Will there be a pick six? What song will Usher sing first? It's a super. That Bowl. that is one. That'll be a there three to one or a four to one odd one. Uh, will there be a uh, two point conversion completed? How will many the, will, seconds will they feature Taylor Swift? That could be one. <laughs> will there be a Will there be a, uh, a a two point conversion created? Will there be a uh, special teams touchdown? Will there be a um, trick play touchdown? You know, various things like that. How many celebrities will be in attendance? Well, I, I can't quantify that you one. Know? But like, will Mahomes throw for 300 or more? Will um, McCaffrey score two plus touchdowns? All of these are scenarios that I come up with. And I come up with 50 to 100 of them. People chip in 10, 20 bucks each to buy scenarios. And it's just a fun game. And, and my, my friends tell me, they're like, that's the game that we like playing because it's beyond the squares because you're actually paying attention to the game to do yeah. that. Now the commercials are going to be a big part of the, yeah, and we're going to talk about that on Monday. We're, we'll have a segment where we break down the commercials. Yeah, um, I know that there's one that everyone's talking about that's going to have Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer, both from Friends. Yeah, um, dude, my favorite commercials from back in the day were the Real Men of Genius ones. Man. Oh, I mean, at the Budweiser. Oh, the the Budweiser and the what's up? The Budweiser. <laughs> And I loved it when they incorporated it into in the scary movie. What you doing? Just chilling, killing. Hey, check this out here, man. The Drew Show. Yeah. He puts, wait, Joe, a dip made on the grill. Please elaborate. Hey, man, I followed this one brother, man. He's on a, he's on Instagram, and he's known as Big underscore KS underscore Q, and he like makes some legit like cool stuff like you can make on the grill. You know, like appetizers dip all sorts of stuff that you can do real quick you know mm -hmm. especially if you're having a party you have people coming over and you want to feed them real quick you know he gives some really good tips man like I'm, I'm gonna make some of the stuff he's been putting up there on the insta man that is cool man uh i you're more man than me when it comes to it all ball by the way dude can you show my screen yeah swiss today Putting a milk carton. <laughs> Have, Have you, you seen, seen me? me? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> haven't seen this motherfucker at one game this season. General manager of the Spurs, Brian Wright, the hologram. Have you seen me? 
goodness, man. That's funny. That is good. I was I was trying to look up uh, Adrian Rojanowski to see if anything has come up recently. Because, you know, again, the trade deadline is at 2 o'clock. Uh, right now it's 11, 12 a.m., so we're less than three hours you away. You know what Brian Wright's doing right now? He's over there asking Coach Pop, what are we going to have for lunch, Pop? Man, Oklahoma City getting Gordon Hayward. Wow, that's, that's you know good, the that, Spurs ain't getting that's a smart pickup right there, man. Spurs ain't getting jack shit, man. Nothing. <laughs> What's that from uh Spaceballs with the pick and the comb? Yeah. We ain't found shit. We ain't found <laughs> shit. That's gonna be the Spurs fans. We ain't getting shit. Oh my but, but you know what? But Spurs fans will continue buying the merch. Spurs, we we are turning slowly into cowboy fans. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. It's bad. You know what? I'm even thinking about. They already sent me the notification. Mr. Garcia, your Spurs renewal is coming up for your season tickets. I'm really thinking about it. Do I want to go ahead and pay my hard-earned money to see this team suck another season? Dude, I spent a lot of money on the Spurs myself, dude. I'm like, bro, if I'm going to be spending that much money every year, you know what? I'd rather go to three games. And I'd rather sit in that section that we were in that last time, Mike. Where we get the free food, the chef prepared food, yeah. and the free drink. Rather, able- rather do that five times and go to 40 games. Exactly, man. <laughs> and you know what? Not only that, but you're sitting down with and the good seats. And I mean, come on. There was a lot of eye candy over there, dude. There was oh dude. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm not saying those two girls to the side of us were strippers. Uh hey, might as well have been, dude. But it wouldn't have surprised me if they were. Is what I'm man. saying. They, they were there. They I mean courtesy of some player. You know that, man. Carolina Teague has a uh, poll on her page uh, at CT the Mike Slayer asking the question: Will the Spurs make a move at today's NBA trade deadline? Nope. 324 people have voted. 74% saying nope. Nope. They ain't gonna nope. do damn thing. CT knows they ain't gonna do nothing. So tell me about the Saudi money going into the NBA. Oh Lord, man. Let's see how I bring that up here. So the Saudis are already involved there in tennis. Is. They're involved in golf. Yeah. So let me go ahead and bring this up here on the screen. I think it was this one. Yeah, here it is. So this is what I saw on Twitter earlier today. And it's by a reputable source, a reporter for, I believe, The Athletic. And he puts, NBA is renaming its in-season tournament the Emirates NBA Cup and adding jersey patches for the United you are Emirates, you know, UAE based airline to its referee uniform starting this all star game. WNBA refs will have patches starting in 2025, and G League's G League refs will have those patches starting next season. You okay, know? well, then it's not necessarily Saudi money because UAE is its own thing, yeah. But I mean, it's they're I taking mean, money, they're, they're friendly. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, maybe not. I mean, I'm I'm looking more and more about how they've been rivals in the past, but a lot of a lot of the American sports has been infiltrated by foreign money. Yeah. Uh, we saw the golf with with the the, the Saudi tour, the Saudi back tour. Uh, you've got uh, which 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 now, I mean, that decimated for a good while the PGA. Now they're coming back together. Me and Drew show thinking the same damn thing. It kind of amazed that um, that Mike doesn't use Twitter in dark mode. I, okay, first of all, <laughs> I can't do dark mode. Come on, man. Dude, I tried doing dark mode for about a week to try to train my eyes to do so. 
the black background with the white letters hurt my eyes. Really? I mean, it, it's great for me. It's like I'm not blinded, you know? I tried, Drew. I tried. Tim Gonzalez is now saying that Nick Saban is joining College Game, game day. day. Yeah, we saw that, man. That's funny. Uh, Want to do some entertainment news? Sure. Let me get the jingle ready for you, man. Here we go. In entertainment news, oh, man, these guys have become quite the douchebag duo. Let's take a look here at these at this photo here. This is according to TMZ.com. Uh, Pete Davidson, Matt Reif. There was a time in which I liked both of these guys. Both of them are stand-up comedians. We know Pete Davidson because he was on Saturday Night Live for a few years. He also has dated a lot of hot celebrities over the years, whether it be Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale. I don't know how he does it, but he does, right? Matt Reif, very, very popular comedian, kind of came up through TikTok, through Instagram, uh, became very popular that way. Uh, sold out shows here in San Antonio recently back in uh, November and December. Um, there is some disagreement as to whether Pete Davidson was supposed to perform in New York. This is the same event at Radio City Music Hall where porn star Lisa Ann got arrested. Yeah. And Pete Davidson saying, who the hell said that I was going to perform? Everyone saying that I was supposed to perform. And Pete Davidson saying, I was never on the bill. Like, who's been spreading these lies? So my question for you is, you know, if you're going out and you're going to a show, do you want them to do the show that they're known for, or do you want them to switch it up a little bit? Because, like, I wouldn't want to go watch, for example, um, Matt Reif. If he's a certain type of comedian, why would he change the type of comedian he is just on a whim? And be like, instead of being like a nice, affable guy, suddenly be a dickhead. Gotcha. Right? <clears throat> or if somebody is normally a dickhead, why would you want them to be somebody that they're not and be very, very nice? You know what I'm saying? Well, perfect example of switching things up a little bit, but not, let's say, so much where it takes away from the show. It's kind of what Adam Sandler did when he was here in San Antonio. Because I had a lot of my friends that went to that. He was this comedian, you know, comedian doing his bit or whatever. But the cool thing is he let his friends interject like he, oh, I have so-and-so in the audience. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you yeah. Know? So yeah, it was Kevin cool. James in the yeah. audience. So it's like, hey, it's a cool little, you know, surprise there. We have somebody here, but it didn't detract from his overall performance. It was cool to see his friends and they had a quick second or two where they would say something. But overall, it was his show. Okay, so there's like one time and this is going to sound sad. It's yeah. going to sound stupid. It's going to sound like I'm an asshole for saying this. But one time, uh, my favorite band growing up was Stone Temple Pilots. They were my favorite band. Yeah. And, and to this day, I listen to STP all the time. Scott Wheeling. Yeah. I saw him perform the best concert I've ever been to in my entire life. Brother could sing, Was man. an STP show. He could sing. It was also the worst show I ever went to. Really? And my former brother-in-law would say the same thing as well. He would say, hey, you know, he's seen him before just kill it and other times didn't. He killed it when he was drugged up and when he was on when he was drinking. Yeah. But sober Scott Whelan was an awful performer. Right. And I feel <laughs> <laughs> time's a waste to go. But when he's all he's singing like you hear him on the album. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I, I find that to be funny. But, uh, you know, the big thing about this weekend is going to be about Super Bowl. It's going to be about the halftime show. Yeah. It's going to be about the commercials. And that's the great thing about the Super Bowl. And it's something that it, it, it's a national holiday for us. It, it, it crosses so many divides. America's holiday. It is America's holiday. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, this is where liberals and conservatives watch the game, right? This is, this is something where it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, you're watching the game. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, you're watching the game or at the very least watching the halftime show and the commercials. So much goes on to it. It's, it's, it's a big spectacle. Apparently in Vegas, it's been a cluster F over there while they're trying to throw it. They're still keeping up a, a happy face on it. But you had the weather crap out on them. It was flooding over there for a while. Dude, I have friends that are going just for fun, not even going to the game. They're telling me about the table prices for playing craps, the table prices to play blackjack. Ten grand. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, you want to play craps. Let's say you want to play five or ten or fifteen dollars craps. Buy in. Yeah, it's like twenty-five, fifty dollars a number. You're talking about blackjack where the minimum is like a hundred bucks. And, and it's like you have to be a high roller to go to an event like that. That's why Vegas sucks for a major event like that. I mean, it's great because you know you have a lot to do, but for a common fan, a middle class fan, they get squeezed out when it comes to this thing. Hey, no way, man, that you can be able. But you know what? If you get a, a, a ticket to the Super Bowl, you it does come with some perks. And one of those perks is you do get to go to some of these parties. Right. I mean, the 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 Woj party from yeah. not the Woj party. The uh, I went to the party last year with. Um, oh, my God. Uh, it was the the Ron Jaworski. Mike yeah, Ditka party. I think Cosmo does a party or something like that. Yeah. They used they did one in the in the past. I don't know if they do one any anymore. Oh, it's it's fun times, dude. It's fun times. And does it is it all inclusive? Like it includes drink and food and all that kind of stuff. Yes, it is. Uh, so the five hundred dollars that was spent for a ticket to that one party was unlimited food, unlimited drink, unlimited pot, damn, and unlimited cigars. And now you're talking, man. Yeah. There's a second half of photos that I have from the trips over there that yeah. I never posted. Hey man, <laughs> you're talking cigars. That's right up Rudy J's alley, dude. Oh, you know what? Uh, it's it's funny because uh, Rudy J uh, and I climbed a mountain one oh. year ago today. Damn, Rudy climbed a mountain, bro. Dude, Rudy's dude. That guy's in shape. Oh no, he's in shape. Yeah, now he is, dude. He's looking good, he's looking fit. I posted that somewhere on here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, that Rudy J and I climbed that mountain a while back, and uh, we had a great time over there, man. Rudy J is a good guy, dude. I love that man. I love that man. He does a fantastic job. I I've been following their um, in the building. In the building. Hey, man. Taylor gave us a shout out yesterday, man. Thanks for that, Taylor. We appreciate well, what you, say? man. No, he was just saying, you know, like, hey, you know, congratulations, fellas. You know, he was happy for us that we're kind of expanding the network yeah. you know he's supporting everything and anything that has to do with local podcasters and he's told us in the past as you know we make content it, it actually helps uh everybody who's a podcaster here in the city grow yeah. you know and get more more attention on what we're doing this is the photo i was telling you about my guy from in the building rudy j there he is one year ago today we climbed piesta with peak out there in phoenix arizona and I remember wanting to go out there. That was my goal was to go on and climb this mountain. I had tried it twice before. 
And the first time I got up about 50% of the way and climbed down. The second time I went up there, I got up about 75, 80% and I got too tired and I went back down. <laughs> and I kept on telling Rudy before the trip that I wanted to go do it. And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you. But as the time was coming to go do it, he was kind of like, nah, I don't know if I want to do it. You know, uh, we're tired from the day, all that stuff. And I said, okay, you don't have to go. And I got dressed to go. And he's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to Piesto Peak to climb the mountain. And he was like, well, I was going to go have pizza with the guys. Like yeah. Rob and Rudy. I mean, Rob and, and Jason Minix and Joe Reinagle. And I was like, okay, go, go have fun. And he was like, I don't want you going by yourself. Yeah. And I was like, well, but Rudy, you said you'd go. <clears throat> he goes, I don't want to go by. I want to watch you go by yourself. Yeah. So we uh, we Ubered to the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> we ubered which was probably about a 20 minute drive the the base of the mountain has it, it's a trail and people try to climb it and a lot of people make it up to the top and we got to the very top and about 80 percent of the way there i was i was exhausted but we kept going rudy was a champ dude he was doing so much better than me up there and he was up there and he had to wait for me for a while for me to catch up you're like, I can't breathe. <laughs> the, the last 50 yards, you're on your stomach climbing. Oh, man. And we got to the top. So you see that photo there of me kind of celebrating? Yeah. I sat my ass back down because it scared the living crap out of me. You're so high up. Because you're so high up and you're on the very peak. Now, there's probably, you see the, the people behind right there? There's like another peak right next to it, right? Uh, like uh, where we're facing. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite photos, dude. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite photos of all time. And Rudy being a champ up there, very, very cool. On our streamline, we got Drew Show reaching out saying when Scott Weiland was in the supergroup Velvet Revolver, he was allegedly sober. That group was Slash, Duff, basically Guns N' Roses, and Weiland fronting them. Yeah, Slither was a great song. Um, uh, I liked Velvet Revolver, dude. I mean, Contraband was their first album. And Contraband was a great, great album. The very, very first song on there, uh, Sucker Train Blues, I think is what it's called. Yeah. I've always said that if I ever had another radio show, the intro to Sucker Train Blues would be my intro. There you go. That that song, it's Slash and Duff going at it. It's 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 a great instrumental, dude. It's it's badass, to be honest with you. Um Scott Weiland was my guy for so long, dude. You gotta go ahead and do some karaoke when we get get a chance and do uh, some Stone Temple pilots. Dude, I have actually won 50 bucks singing an STP song. I sang Plush one time, won 50 bucks. Other STP songs I've karaoke in my life, uh, Trip It on a Hole in a Paper Heart. I, I've done <laughs> I've done Creep. Really? Uh, you know, my friend George karaoke Creep one time. Yeah. And when he was singing it, he sang the version from the unplugged version. Okay. Which is different vocals. It was great, dude. He did a fantastic job. He did it at Bennigan's. Now, that's a restaurant Benigan's. I miss, dude. What a throwback. I miss Bennigan's. Yeah, man. They Did they have one that was over here? What was it called? By um, the theater. The Regal Cinema. That's over here by Ingram Mall and all that. Right behind there. They used to have that little uh, restaurant. The Bennigan's I used to go to was on I-10 and Hebner. Okay. They had one there in that little area, too. Yeah. Yeah, way back when. I don't even know what it is now, but yeah, that's a throwback, dude. They used to have a good happy hour, man. Do you know what I remember about Bennigan's? 
Um, there was also a place called Maggie's. I don't know if you remember Maggie's on San Pedro, across from like San Francisco Steakhouse in that area. But the thing about Bennigan's, I remember. Remember when planking was a thing? I remember that. I remember going with my friends and planking out there. Drew Show reaches out and saying, underrated SCP song, one of Scott's best is Atlanta. That's a good one. Uh, I believe that is off of either the Four album or the Shangri-La Die album, if I'm not mistaken. I'm a big SCP guy. Atlanta's a good song, dude. It really is. Um, I would say... My favorite STP songs that I'm thinking off the top of my head that uh, that no one listens to is a song for dreaming, I believe is what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, Hello, It's Late from the Shangri-La Dida album. Look at the music video. It's them trying to become the Beatles. They're imitating the Beatles. Um, Hello, It's Late. Great STP song. You wouldn't even recognize it as them. His vocals were great. Dean DeLeo. Uh, uh, doing his thing as well, uh, doing the background vocals. Uh, very, very, very good. Um, Mario Cavazos, the Monte Cristo, bruh. Dude, how many calories are in a bed against Monte Cristo? I'm going to find out right now, dude. I have never known Jeez. the answer to that. Have you ever had a Monte Cristo? I have, dude. Okay, so basically, what is it? A sandwich with powdered sugar and... Uh, Calories in a Monte Cristo. I'm going to put down... It's bad, man. I'm going to put down TGI Fridays, right? Because TGI Jeez. Fridays serves that. Uh, it is... Let me see here. 900 calories. I'm calling crap, dude. 900. I, I'm calling crap. I mean, that's basically a, like one and a half Big Macs, right? Dude, the Monte Cristo was amazing. Oh, look. at that. There's, there's a... A Bennigan's copycat Monte Cristo sandwich, according to this one website. Look at that. Okay, 900 calories. It's fried, right? I mean, that's oh yeah, it it's it, fried. It, it's a, it's a, it's like a fried club sandwich with uh, preserves on top. Ugh, so gross. That's dude. what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow, dude. Because I'm in, well tomorrow we're gonna be going to go check out some of my son's colleges, right? That he's been accepted to. Yeah, road trip, right? So one of those things that we're gonna do is we're gonna pass by a Bucky's. If you go by, by the Bucky's, man, you know you got to go ahead and get down and get some snacks. How much do you think I'm going to spend? It's just me, my daughter, and my son. 70 bucks. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to be on the road tomorrow, so there's no show tomorrow. I'll be over in Houston uh, working for uh, – I have a work event over there in Houston tomorrow, so I'll be gone. We're going to be back here on Monday talking about Super Bowl 58, who won best commercials. It's also going to be the premiere episode at 2 o'clock of Rudy Coppola's Sweep the show. League. Sweep the League. From 2 to 3, 3.30. 2 to 3.30. Very, very cool. Hey, and we also have a new episode that's going to be released here of uh, Brandon Medina's new show. Yeah. Generation looking, Duo. Generation Duo. Yeah. That, that was a fun episode, man. Yeah. That was. that was a very good episode. That's all on our, our podcast network. So if you subscribe to Alamo City Podcast Network, you will be have access to these shows as well. Uh, I'm going to have fun at the rodeo this weekend. Uh, Saturday's the big day for me over there. I have my pair of boots. Uh, I'll be tweeting about it most definitely. I wonder how much money I'm going to spend. In my head, I'm spending 200 bucks, but really that means 400 because it is the rodeo. But uh, I'm going to do one event today for the rodeo. That is it. 
Only one event. One event, and then I'll do one Fiesta event. You can put me down for one Fiesta event. Better be a good Taste one. Taste of the North Side. <laughs> That's not a Fiesta event, hey, Go to Niosa, bro. Either that or you want to go to the free one over there at Market Square, Tejano Explosion. Oh, dude. Uh, you got to dress like the vaquero if you're going to go there. You got to have the shirt opened up, the gold chains, you know? I'm just nodding no right now. Yeah, bro. No. You have to go all vaquero. Puro. You got to be puro. You're going to hang out there. No. That's the people, man. That's your people, bro. No. no. Hang out with the gente. That's not gente, dude. That's oh, just. Oh, man. No. Mike. No, you bougie, Mike. <laughs> you be up there with, with El Jefe. Oh, I'm about but, I'm about all that life. And then I'm going to see you in Jefe in the VIP section up there. A, a taste of Northside is not my no. people either, dude. No, I'm somewhere between <laughs> that's there. Jefe style right there. That's his speed. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm in the middle of Tejano explosion on the uh, and 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 taste of the north side. I'm somewhere in the what middle. What is that other the one? Two. The King William or whatever? Fair. King William's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. It, it, it's if you're a couple, I the guess historic district, <laughs> you know, I mean, you could do something like that. Unless you want to go to like Oyster Bake and just be standing around for two hours for a, God. a, a bad beer. You know, one and oh, baby, one and oh. Is that where you got in your fight over there? Oyster Oyster Bake. It was Oyster Bake, dude. Listen to the music, dude. Listen to the music. Everyone have a fantastic week. Fantastic weekend. Super Bowl 58. Can't wait to talk about it on Monday. Everyone have a great day. If you see me at the rodeo, first, you see me at the rodeo, I'll get you a beer. Oh, man. I'll get you a beer. And then someone's going to come up to me and be like, you're number four. (laughs) Number four. Well, you know what? Full disclosure, me and you, we're going to go have us some lunch now, man. Sazon. Pinche Sazon, dude. Maybe, hey, I ain't got nothing to do. Maybe I'll indulge in a little beer. There you go. A lunch beer. There you go. And uh, I cannot wait. Dude, remember when I said I was going to do my show in Vegas? Yeah. Maybe Whataburger will let me do it. You could do it from the second level while you're having a drink. Second level of Whataburger. Get the pinky up while you're sipping on something. Oh, I like where we're going with Yes, this. can I have the, was it the... You're going to get the the chicken nuggets or the chicken strips. The chicken strips meal. Chicken nuggets are for kids is what you say. You're going to go chicken strips. That's right, baby. That's right. (laughs) Everyone have a fantastic weekend. Great Thursday. NBA uh, trade deadline ends in two hours. Spurs haven't done shit yet. They ain't going to do nothing. See you guys on Monday.